Talk Recorded live. Coming to you live from California and Texas. It's How About Them Cowboys, Episode 6, Raining in Washington. The Dallas Cowboys defeated the Washington Redskins on October 29th, 2017, 33-19 to improve their record of 4-3. and three. Uh, Since then, of course, you know, big win on the road. We'll talk about it. Uh, the Zeke suspension, and then we'll look ahead to the Chiefs coming this Sunday to Jerry's World in Arlington, Texas. Remember, How About Them Cowboys is a proud member of the DVR Podcasting Network. You can go to dvr.com slash Patreon. I think that I, I keep messing it up. I can't remember what it is anymore. dvrpodcast.patreon, maybe. Let me uh, I'll look it up right now, Chris, because I, you know, I say it every week and now I forget. What the heck? That's why we do this live. You got to get it right, man. Yeah, I know. You know, like the Dallas Cowboys, you got to get it right. Um, but yes, it's dvrpodcast.com slash Patreon. Become a patron. Become part of our community. Uh, actually, it says, that, oops, that page can't be found. So maybe I got it wrong. I need your help, Axel Foley. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 Man, it's, I it's, like in, it's like in your single days when you used to give girls uh, your email address. Yeah, you can catch me at C Bad Brother. Call me anytime. <laughs> dot slash uh, dot com double dot backwards double slash. dot. And then they can't even find the backwards slash. And then you wonder how come the girl never email you. I know. I I, I don't know. I, I guess. This whole Zeke suspension thing is messing me up. I don't know. Man, I'm in the car again. I'm heading to Canada. You going to Canada? I'm tired of this cowboy stuff. Driving me crazy. I know. I know. We'll get to it. So sad. I know. I know. Well, let's. Well, Zeke once again, 150 yards, two touchdowns in this. I mean, the game. It was pouring rain. Oh, my gosh. It was like a – I mean, you couldn't – TV didn't do it justice. It was no. just a downpour. And we had to settle for field goals. The Redskins were having trouble with their snaps, with their rookie kicker that they just picked up. We had Mike Nugent in there because of Dan Bailey's injury. Uh, the problem is in the third quarter we had to settle for three field goals where if we had scored touchdowns, we could have really put the game away. We Zeke had a – long touchdown run, and then it was called back into a hold, which, oh, man, the penalties, Chris. I I mean, they didn't – okay, so the Redskins have this patchwork offensive line, right? Right. All these people that they just signed, they're missing three guys, blah, blah, blah. How does those guys don't hold, ever hold, and and we do, who's supposedly one of the best lines in the league? Like, you can't tell me that the Redskins offensive line played a perfect game. Well, they didn't. But penalty-wise, because at one point we had 60 yards of penalties and they had two penalties for five yards. and It was like a false start, which that you have to call because it's, right, it's happening in front of your eye. It's easy. But, like, no holding against the Redskins? Am I, am I bad to complain or what's going on? Yeah, it, yeah, some of those calls were definitely questionable. I mean, for starters, I mean, they haven't let the players play – 
like they used to back in the old days. So, I mean, they call you for any little thing, you know, hurt your fingernail or something like that, they call you. So, but, yeah, I mean, and then sometimes just because it's the, it's the Cowboys, you kind of wonder sometimes because they go to a different stadiums and think, man, we, we get some bad calls. <laughs> but <laughs> when we're at home, we get some good calls. So, but then again, I guess they could be biased here. So, But sometimes it just feels like every time we go somewhere else, I mean, definitely in our division, you know. So some of those calls are like, man, I don't know about that. I mean, of course, we did make some mistakes, and uh, I guess it was good that, you know, we were still able to come back and restore ourselves and get back on track. But, yeah, I'm there with you, man. I don't know. It's Unless you just flat out do something really crazy, you know, a a fragrant foul, some kind of – I mean, you could just tell, I mean – I don't know why they call those little bitty ones, and then it's all. And, and the bad thing is it it'll hurt you big time sometimes. Yeah, calls and like it, that. just to uh, clear up stuff, it's patreon.com slash DVR, not DVR podcast slash Patreon. All right. So hey, I got I, I'm just off my game today. So yeah, uh, go to patreon.com slash DVR. Uh, we got a crazy amount of podcasts. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, The Deuce, Inside DJ, Timmy Hines, DVR, and uh, all kinds of great shows. And uh, we've got a new film list that was out with Matt and Bubba. It's called Game of Thrones. They do a top five best and worst moments of season seven. So a lot of good stuff here at Patreon. Okay, back to the game. Yeah, man, I, I just I, – I wasn't worried that we'd lose this game, but it, we never quite put it away – uh, Cole Beasley went out with a concussion. Uh, Terrence Williams caught a pass or two. Yeah, he caught a, it was caught a, a nice one. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, oh, he caught God, I was like, thinking of you. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you did it. Yes, okay, now don't mess up now. <laughs> yeah, he caught two for 36. He had a, yeah, yeah. He had a nice little long one there. Uh, you know, we, we, I mean, Dak in the rain didn't have to – he didn't throw a touchdown pass, but – 14 of 22, 143 yards, um, sacked twice. But that what in in this type of I mean, you remember when Troy Aikman he he couldn't throw in the rain, and he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. They managed the game well in that aspect, and thank God we converted on our uh, field goal because. But I mean, Zeke 33 carries, 150 yards, two touchdowns, 4.5 per average. You know, Dez was getting all upset that he only had two targets for a while. I mean, he caught four for 39 on six targets. But it's like, dude, it's it's raining like crazy. It's you got to run the ball and score pass. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, you have well, to. Well, you that. know, it, we know it's a divisional game. Everybody's decided, and you know, he's supposed to be. I mean, he is the the main uh, wide receiver, so the number one on the team. So he 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 should expect to get more chances at the ball. But yeah, you can also. It, you know, it's raining, it's, it's different circumstances, so but I think in any circumstances you should you should definitely try to put your number one receiver, you know uh, a lot more chances at getting the ball but, uh, and and man, Dacky, I mean, he's just getting better and and it was definitely a test uh, with the rain and it was, you know, I, for a second there I thought I should put on some like uh Star Wars music for some, some Indiana because it was it was so theatrical 
you know, with all that rain, and they kept pl- cutting back and forth to the rain. I was like, man, it's really raining. And but you know, you gotta listen to the to the the talking. <laughs> I was thinking of Blade Runner, you know, film noir. Oh, Blade Runner. Yeah. Yeah, very deep and dark. Yeah. 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 I mean, it wasn't the most prettiest, prettiest of games, uh, but it was a must-win. Uh, we had to go, you know, to go four and three. We won our, you know, it's only our second divisional game, and we're 2-0 in the division. Uh, the problem is the Eagles keep winning, and the Eagles have one of the, the third easiest schedule in the NFL. So it's going to be tough to win the division if we don't keep winning. Uh, but, and, and even with the wild card, you know, we're fighting with the Rams, the Seahawks. Uh, you know, Minnesota probably will win that division now that Aaron Rodgers is out. But, you know, the Saints, Carolina, Atlanta. So, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think uh, I think the Eagles are scheduled to play uh, two high school teams uh, the next two games. Yeah. So we'll a, yeah, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, hey, come on, man. I know. <laughs> well, that's what happens when the Eagles last year finished crappy, missed the playoffs, yeah. they bad so teams, they gotta, and you know, you know, that's the way it goes. Um, it was nice to see Byron Jones intercept a pass for a touchdown. I mean, we had, I thought, the rookie Taco Charlton. Almost yeah. got a pick. It was in, you know, it was incomplete. Jalen Smith right. was like, "Oh yeah, Jalen." Oh, they reviewed it incomplete. But it was great to see Byron Jones, who's you know a solid player. He he gets ragged on a lot about fans, um, but he's a solid player. It was good to see him get a pick six. But excuse me, the key of the whole game, I think it was two keys. One, when we when Zeke fumbled to start the game, it was like, "Uh oh, what's going on?" We held the uh, Redskins to a field goal, and that blocked uh, field goal uh, by uh, Crawford and Irving got a little bit. But the key was Scandrick running it back the way he did because we got the ball there on, like, the 15. Who knows if we score? But him taking it 80-something yards, and, man, he just he, – he stumbled at the end. I'm like, go, go. <laughs> like, it was uh, – what a play, though, for him to be wise because you thought he was going to cut right, and then he saw blocking on the left, and he went left up the sideline, and it was a really nice run. Right. I was hoping that he would dive at the end. Just dive, man. Just dive. <laughs> the, last, the last five yards just roll into it. Nobody was around him. He just got tired. <laughs> well, yeah. Think about just this. Roll so in. After a long drive where you're playing defense play after play, and then yeah. on the final play you get the ball and you got to run it 80 yards. Uh, right. I don't know. I don't know how long we would have made it for. I mean, in my prime, yeah, I would have made it back, two yards. Come on. Dude, I would have. You would have thrown it. You would have pitched it to me after two yards, and I probably would have took yeah. a knee. Yeah. But, but yeah, no. Uh, that that was uh, exciting. That was, nice, that was that was a nice. Uh, that was very nice. Back. Great. It was yeah. great. I mean, the defense is good and great. I mean, uh, it's like we got some some players that are you know, got Hitchens and you got uh, uh, Lawrence and I mean these guys. And David Irving had two and a half sacks. David Irving, I mean, come on, he's doing great. So it's going to be fun to watch. I think uh, if they can continue this, you know, they they have a good shot at at winning some some games even without Zeke there, and and uh, I think they could hold the fort for a little while, hopefully. Well. We got a tough road coming up. Um, but before before we get into that, the preview and stuff, uh, yeah, we we got a tough road because we got Kansas City who has a lot of speed. We play them this Sunday um, in Dallas, and uh, 
by the way, uh, Tony Romo is going to be one of the announcers for the game on CBS. Oh. So Dak, Dak said in a press conference, in an interview, he said that, uh, I hope Tony doesn't uh, tell tell the viewer, because Tony's been guessing a lot of the plays based on coverage, but he knows yeah. the Cowboys' playbook. So I hope Dak's like, I hope he doesn't give away all our secrets. <laughs> on the I know, before they run the play, and then, then, then the other team will call time out. Hey, Tony said to run this. <laughs> They're going to run this. You know, that'd be funny. Kansas City would be listening so, in. Uh, one of the reasons why we waited this week to Wednesday to record is because the whole Monday, uh, the whole this whole messed up thing with Zeke Elliott. I mean, he's having the best three games in a row of his career, and he's suspended again. Now, the Cowboys, the NFL Players Association, so what they did, it's a whole thing about uh, temporary restraining order, but the judge in New York ruled on Tuesday that the TRO or the, you know, the suspect, everything was lifted and he has to start his six game suspension now, which he, he would effective immediately. And he would return December 17th uh, against Seattle when we have three games left in the season. Now the NFL's players union has, I guess their last appeal that they have left, they're still trying to say, listen, during this whole process, Roger Goodell wasn't interviewed. The woman he allegedly uh, beat up, his former girlfriend, was never on trial, never, you know, spoken to in, a, in, in the courts. So the uh, the players union is trying to fight this still. And there's a chance on Friday it could be reinstated. But I'm just like, all right, I, I'm sick of going each week, what's going on. Let's Get it done. I mean, I don't want him to get suspended because I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. And it, from what I've read, all this legal stuff, there wasn't sufficient evidence. And, you know, I, putting that aside because we both don't condone violence of any kind or domestic violence, but I guess, you know, in the whole scheme of things with the legal system, Roger Goodell simply just said six-game suspension, even though we don't have all the right evidence. Um, because they're still trying to save face over the Ray Rice thing. Only suspended him two games, and they screwed that up, and then eventually he got blackballed, and they ended up, you know, whatever. But um, So it's tough because I, I'm like, if he did it, I mean, we, we've talked about this at nauseum. If he did it, suspend him. I was kind of, it's tough because, Chris, the, the human side of me is like, if he's a scumbag and he hurt this woman, he should be, kicked out of football, but I, I don't know all the info, and of course he's on my team, but that doesn't justify it, but I just, as a fan, just on the football field, I want to know if we have Zeke or not. I don't like this back and forth stuff, Chris. I mean, I'm I'm there with you because, I mean, okay, for, for starters, there is no case, right? So, there's no case. I mean, it was right. dropped or whatever. Uh, even what was it his girlfriend or some? Was it, I forgot who even started. Yeah, it was uh, his girlfriend, his and girlfriend. you know the, the investigation dropped was dropped. The, yeah, yeah, she she dropped the charges as well. I don't even know if she even had charges, but as far as I know, the whole story was somebody had, had videotaped something and saw it. But then that guy never came out, so the whole case was dropped. So that has nothing to do with anything. Basically, it's like you said, Roger Goodell. So I don't know. It's 
I mean, they could do whatever they want, and that's why the court said, uh, yeah, they could do whatever they want. If they feel like, you know, suspending you, they can suspend you. I mean, it's a right-to-work atmosphere or, or you know, job. So, um, man, I don't know. It's, it's a tough one, and, and I think, I think it's okay. I don't know if they should have suspended him for six games. I would have done like three or four because we don't know. Yeah. We don't know for sure. And the fact that it came out, it's like, you know, uh, a black spot on the NFL. You know, it's like a dark spot. It's like something, you know, bad happened with this. And here we go, another player, like you said. Right, right. So let's just suspend him for a little while and have him chill out. And, you know, whether or not, you know, because sometimes – uh, the organization, you know, the team and, you know, the owner, I mean, they get you sitting down and they find out really, really what happened because it's not going to be public, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, if he's with some friends or if he's with a counselor there at, at the Dallas organization or whoever it is during the suspended time and so what's going on? And if he does come out, it's okay, yeah, I did push her or I did, you know, I got some anger issues. Well, let's just take care of that. And this is what that time is for. I don't know if he's right, been right. suspended for six, you know. So I think it's okay, you know. Go ahead, do it. You know, we had to think come out. Go ahead and do it. But uh, the whole thing is going back and forth. I don't know if that's Jerry Jones doing that or because he's got an ego problem with, with you know, uh, Roger Goodell. And so I don't know. Maybe it's that back and forth thing. So we'll see. And now you got the players' union. I didn't even know that there was like they could go against, I guess they can go against the owners, right, or something. And say, yeah, hey, well, the, the thing and, is, hey, this is wrong for you to do this to one of our players. Yeah, the thing yeah, that's is. that's just going to drag it off even further, I, I think. The, the thing is, the owners and the play when they signed their collective bargaining agreement, they gave the commissioner almost dictatorship to hand suspensions. And then when it starts affecting your star players, the owners are like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. It, but, yeah, I guess I didn't realize, too, that the NFL Players Association can, you know, and Zeke's trying to clear his name as well. If he is innocent and he was, like, those texts supposedly she was trying to, whoa, get attacked again. Um, Man, so, it's, the, it's the Hells Angels. They're well, yeah, it's not the anarchy. It's not the anarchy. They're coming to get you. They're recruiting you. Um but no, the, uh, it's just it, 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 it's a back and forth legal thing, and th- and that's why, you know, like the Tom Brady thing with the flake gate and all that. It's like, at least they suspended the off season, and then he got suspended. It's like this ongoing back and forth. It's just like, either suspend him or not. That's the, right. that's the deal. And so right now he is, whether we get him back, and then even say we get him back for a week, and then something happens, then he's suspended for six. It's like. The longer this goes on, the, uh, we gotta know because we gotta we gotta win football games, and whether yeah. we have Zeke or not, we have to win football games. Next man up, you know, Rod Smith, Keith Smith, Alfred Morris, Darren McFadden, they have to step it up. Uh, I don't think, uh, man, we without Zeke, we may lose a bunch of games in our eye. You know, I don't know. That's just my gut feeling, but you still gotta you play the, the games. The backup runners. The backup runners we have, because the system is still there, and they are still running great and making holes for for the running backs. So, the backs we have now isn't uh, was it Smith? Isn't he good? Or who? I don't know. Is that his name? Or who's what? Yeah, listen. 
they're good. They're just not Zeke. Zeke's one of the best runners. Well, yeah. He, I know he's not the You know, Zeke, those but... extra, those short yardage ones that he squirts through, the extra yards he gets, the explosive plays, we just don't have that. I don't know if Darren McFadden still has that. I mean, Morris is a good runner. You give him the ball enough, he'll get yards. We just got to hope Darren McFadden, the two of them, can complement each other, and McFadden still has explosive plays left in him. And he can right. catch the ball in the backfield. Morris, yeah. that's not really his game. But, you know, we, we might not be that bad. I just The problem is, my thing is, I just want to make the playoffs because I think this team, no matter if they have to go on the road, be a wild card, whatever, I think they can do damage with a healthy team. I think they can possibly make the NFC Championship, and then you never know what happens. Um, I just, th- these next three games are so critical because say you lose all three, you're four and six, you know, you go two and one, okay, you're, you know, five and four. And but right. the problem is, the every time we lose, the Eagles play an easy team and win. We're not. They we got to hope yeah. somehow Denver beats Philly this week. It's yeah. probably not. But the one weakness Philly does have is their offensive line, and Carson Wentz gets hit a lot. They they have yeah. to convert a lot of third and long. But against our team, people always seem to convert on third down. Um, but so it, it's going to be tough. I mean, the, okay. So the Chiefs are coming up, Chris. They just beat Denver on Monday night. They're coming off a short week. Basically, they have a, you know an extra less day of to prep. Andy Reid knows the Cowboys pretty well, anyway, having coached against us for so many years uh, with the Eagles. Um, but I just don't know, man. With the Chiefs, they're six and two. I mean, we're home, which is great, sort of. <laughs> Seems like we play better on the road lately. I mean, we got three road yeah, wins. Yeah, last two games. But yeah, yeah and, and then we beat Arizona way back in you know week two, and then we beat the Giants at home. Those are our four wins. But this this is a game that if the Cowboys want to make the playoffs and they want to make a statement, you beat the Chiefs. You've got to beat the Chiefs this week. Um, it, it, it's again another must win. I mean, granted the season's not over if we lose. And it is an AFC, so it doesn't hurt our NFC conference, you know, with tiebreakers when it comes down to wild card. But these games are going to be like that loss to the Packers, the loss to the Rams. This game, you know, one game could decide whether you make the playoffs or not. So you have to, of course, win as many as you can. The problem is the Chiefs, I, I believe we could score on their defense, but I, I don't know. They have a Kareem Hunt is a great rookie runner, and Tyreek Hill's got a lot of speed. And Travis Kelsey, their tight end. We don't defend tight ends super well. We this could be this could be a rough game for us to defend. Uh, that's what scares me a little bit. Uh, that's why we need to pressure Alex Smith and get some interceptions and turnovers. So I think that's the only way we can beat him. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I hope the defense steps it up even further. If they keep on playing like they have been, and they seem to get get better and better, so that that would definitely help the the load since we don't have Zeke back there. And we got to start airing it out more, I guess, but hopefully, uh, it, you know, getting some nice catches and some good catches would help open up some of those lanes for the running backs that we have left. So we'll see about that, but yeah, I, I was going to ask, do you think uh, they're going back like you were talking about Zeke as far as like uh, the the players union 
could they at least agree on to like maybe half, like three games instead of six games? I, or is I that think even in the cards? Usually, uh, I mean, because you see the first appeal when someone gets suspended and they, uh, then it's usually reduced to a couple, of, you know, a couple games down. Yeah, because they reduced it to the other guys, haven't they? Come there yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's past that point. Uh, there is when they appealed and stuff. There was no plea bargain or whatever to reduce it. It's gonna be six games or nothing. But right now it's six games. So yeah, so pretty much he's it, most likely he's gonna serve the six. It's just is he gonna do it now or next year? Uh, and I yeah. think the last ditch effort we'll find out on Friday whether or not they can. I, I don't know. It's it's so much legal crap. I, I'm just going yeah. and saying he's suspended for the next six, and the Cowboys have to live with it, and they're going to have to try. That's where the coaches come in. Mr. Clappy, Scott Linehan, Rob Marinelli, uh, Rich Passaccia on special teams, which special teams have been doing really good. Um, we, we've got to find new ways to win. And I just you – know, one interesting – I'll tell you, well, not, not to be a killjoy, but it, it's definitely going to – I'm going to be really surprised <laughs> – if they could pull it off. When you said coaching, I was like, really? But maybe, I don't know. I definitely, defense coach has been doing really good. Offensive coach is kind of like they had the system there. It's going good, and they're just milking it from last year. I don't see anything different other than the players have gotten better. That's the way I see it. Yeah, I, mean, I just As far yeah, as I the just play calling, there's no – yeah, I don't see any difference in the play calling that they did last year that they did this year. The only difference is you've got two guys that have just gotten better, two fabulous guys that are, you know, quarterback running back that are just doing great. And, uh, but you're running the same plays. So when you say coaching, I don't know, I, man, I'd be I know. really surprised. That's I hope so, but I'd be really surprised <laughs> if, if they come out coaching phenomenal plays. I'm like, how they do that? I'm like, I haven't, had, <laughs> I haven't done that with the Cowboys in like, I don't know, like ever since, uh, Garrett was in the box calling the plays for the offenses <laughs> when he was offensive coordinator. <laughs> when he was calling those great plays and everybody's like, man, that guy's good. Who's the offensive yeah. coordinator? Jason Garrett. Man, let's make him head coach. And then he made him head coach and they didn't let him make any plays anymore. So, I don't know. It's just oh. The only – The only – Get me started, man. I'll tell you, the only play calls that Garrett has done and that has impressed me in his work has been going up for it on fourth down and one, one and a half, giving it to Zeke, and they get it. Um, and they've been perfect. I believe they're five for five this season. And normally, Garrett would have punted the ball away, whatever, but he, he just yeah. knows his defense. And But we've had Zeke in that offensive line, and he's like, you know what? You know it's coming, but we can, you know – we can get this, and we, we and Zeke just finds a nose. I mean, he can just find that first down. I'm a little worried with Morris and McFadden whether we do that or not. Um, also, because, you know, with the rain, too, in this particular game, um, you know, to go for it, you might as well, because if you try to kick a 49-yard field goal like we missed the first one, it's just mm-hmm. you give them great field position anyway. You might as well try to get the first down. That I've been impressed. I just, I, I just don't see us adjusting like at halftime. You know, we've lost many games, especially the Rams and the Packers game, 
because we we stuck to the same game plan. We didn't adjust or we didn't execute. And, you know, it's just it frustrates me. I, I don't know if this coaching staff is good enough to win without having an Ezekiel Elliott. Um, yeah. You know, there's going to be more put on the shoulders of Dak. And, um, you know, I, I will say this. They're second-year guys. They're off to a slow start this year, but they really are maintaining and improving. And it does look like we have a great future with these two. Uh, we need some help at receiver, though, because Dez is good and dynamic. He's just not a deep threat, but he's you know yeah. a great receiver. You know, Terrence Williams is okay. Bryce Butler is Bryce Butler. Beasley has digressed. We, you know, we need some help at wide receiver um, in the future. And I hopefully we'll address that. But uh, you know, this week, man, I think either. One of two things. Kansas City is going to blow us out, or it's going to be like the Rams-Packers game where it's 35-31, you know, 31-30. It could be one of those. We're either going to lose 42-20 to or lose 35-30. to You know, I think there's still going to be close games. I think – but I, I think – We'll probably lose most of them. I, I mean, if even if we get out three games in the next six games without Elliot, and Elliot comes back, he's going to need at least one or two games to get going again. That's you know, it's that's not gonna, a great not point. Gonna, yeah, it's not going to help out. You can pretty much say then it, it, it's not going to work. You know, I mean, him coming back six games later—that's way too long. And so he comes back the sixth game. So what? There's Two games left or three games left? Three, yeah. Three games left. So, okay, maybe he's he's ready for the last game of the season, which is against the Eagles, which we'll probably have to win because we're probably going to lose the first one. So, uh, I don't know, man. You're talking about really, yeah. Yeah, because he don't can't us, practice us with the team it. for six weeks. Six yeah, weeks he I can't practice. So, he's got to keep himself in shape, and who knows? I mean, I know. And he's a young guy, man. He's a young kid. I know, and he's, you know, he's gonna eat Cheetos while he's watching the game. <laughs> well, I know. Like, this season's over. I'm just gonna be ready for next year. That's how he's gonna go. Uh, and he's a yeah, young guy. Of, he doesn't even have good guys around him to say, "Dude, let's go, let's go, Dodgers, let's go." You know? I don't know. That that's why <laughs> I just because I know part of the suspension wasn't just the domestic violence issue. It was also him on the flow pulling down the girl's blouse. He was at a bar. It was a bar fight. It right, was like yeah. a collection of things. That's yeah. why normally I think it would have been four games, but they tacked on two because of this other stuff. But, it, okay, you get a young player suspended in the NFL. Granted, they're millionaires and they're professionals, but they're still young. He's still like 22. So why not at least have him around the team so he can practice, get treatment, work out, I don't like the fact that you can't be with the team for six weeks because that just it doesn't help improve. Like, if he's going to get the help he needs or, you know, he needs to learn, like, you know, certain values. And I think he's starting to. I think because with the Jason Witten leadership on the team and everything, I, I do see a change in him. Um, I mean, granted, we only see him on television, but it just feels like he was back to having fun again and realized, he got a second chance, and I need to improve. And you know, he's saying the right things, and you hope he's, you know, 
you know, you know whether he's strong in his faith or whatever works right. for you. You need you need that. And like you know, when he was giving the football to his mom, it's like okay, hopefully you know he's got a good family home. He's still a young guy, you know. So right. I, I just I just I just wish that they had they were able to stay with the team to get support because listen, you know. A lot of bad things happen. Players have done bad things, but not everyone is such a bad guy. It's, a lot of them sometimes are just stupid, and they're young, right. and they make right, mistakes. Right. I've made, my God, I'm not a professional football player. I still make stupid mistakes. You know, we all do. And, and, and I mean, maybe not to the degree of, you know, roughing up a woman or, not, you know, I'm not talking like that, but I've mean, just done things like, you know, going to a bar and getting into a fight, an argument, or or, or, you know, doing, you know, things you don't do when, I mean, not now, I don't think me and you do that now, but you know what I mean? Like when we were at 20, you know, you, you get a dare by a friend and you do something stupid, you know, it's, but granted you're a professional and you're making millions and you gotta, you can't be that 21 year old. Like most of us can be when we're in college or just being young and having fun, you're in the spotlight. You're, you, I mean, you're a part of a you know professional organization. You're held to a higher standard, and more people are coming at you and want things from you. I just I just hope for his sake, he matures, gets his crap together, and becomes a professional like an Emmett Smith, you know, a Troy Aikman, and just you know be a professional and do your job and be a good citizen. And that's what. But by banishing him for six games away from the team, not having that support. You hope he has a good family uh, support staff and hopefully a trainer or something or just, a, you know, like Herman Edwards said, Chris, nothing good happens at the club after 12 midnight. Don't go out. <laughs> Don't go out. Have people <laughs> over. Don't right. go out in the public, especially during this. I know you're young and you want to go out and have a good time with your teammates and such, but go have dinner, then go home. I mean, it's just nothing good happens when alcohol is involved and, Late night stuff. You just just go to bed. <laughs> easy, easy. Yeah, so we just, yeah, hey, we need to email them. Say, hey, just go to bed early. Every day. Go to bed early, son. Watch, go to bed watch early. TV like us old folks. Watch TV. Go, go, go help. To bed. Go to go to nursing homes and help people. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, because then you get you know you get photo ops and then oh look at he's turning his life, he's changing his life, especially nowadays. And, especially so nowadays. I mean, nowadays, a one picture, people will determine what happened that evening based on one or two pictures. You could have the worst vacation, but have a couple of smiley pictures, and everyone's like, wow, you had a great time. Like, actually, no, we didn't. We were just happy for five minutes. But, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, it's. And it's, I don't know, you know. Yeah, how old is that boy? He's like 23 or something. 24. He's young. We'll yeah, he's I young. Hope right. I hope you're right, and uh, that'll be good. But you still can't – it, it really does come down to the team, how well they do. And I think yeah. it's going to be defense. I think defense, if they keep uh, revving up, we've got a good chance of winning at least three of those games, maybe even four, and that would help out a lot. Mm-hmm. And that will give Zeke at least one or two games to just kind of like, okay, i got to get the groove back in and be ready, you know, by the last game of the season. Uh, it might be one of those might win, like we have to win in order to get make it to the playoffs. Oh yeah, we're probably gonna have to win that last those last three to yeah, make the playoffs. The last, yeah, so it, it, depending on what we do here, listen, I, I am a I am a as you know we're all, we're doing this part. We're both diehard Dallas fans. 
and we care about this team a lot. It's just I, I've been a fan since I was like four years old. It's just the way the way it is. Um, I get grumpy when they lose. I'm on an all-time high when they win. So for me in my older years, I almost – like last year, I didn't expect them to go 13-3, and three and they just kept winning and winning, and it was so much fun. Now I have to temper expectations. I'm not like saying, oh, the Cowboys are going to lose the rest of their games the season's over, no Zeke. I, I, right. But I have to not go in being like, we're going to win. And I try not to get too excited because I hate the letdown of, oh, my God, you know, hey, we just kid. lost. You know, I just – and then I have to go take right. a nap because, you know, you know. So I'm trying to I'm trying to basically enjoy it more. And if we lose, not be so upset. Because it is, I know it's only a game. It's just, it's tough to say it's only a game when you love it so much. It's like being invested in a good TV show. You want good things to happen, and with that, yeah, <laughs> no, you know. I mean, this is this yeah. Is I mean, just, it's, it's we're fun. fans. Yeah, we're I understand. Fans. I totally understand. Yeah. I mean, when they lose, I get down, uh, down. I mean, you you learn as you grow that hey, it's just a game. It's for fun, and you can't let it get to you too much. Uh, it's definitely a time for for fellas to, we you know we're not emotional creatures so uh, football for some reason it's like I sometimes I think God made football just so a man can get emotional because we're not emotional enough. <laughs> you come home. Well, unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm your very wife emotional. You crying, she's like, why are you crying? She ain't seen you crying in <laughs> ten years. It's because the Cowboys just lost. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that keeps you from getting a heart attack or something. I don't know. Yeah, but just, uh, we'll just, see, uh, man. I hope so. We'll see. We'll see. Hey, you know what, Chris? Let's just go into these games. Never know. We'll be positive. Oh. And real quick, we... when you were saying when you were saying the coaches, you know, they need to call plays that may be a little bit more edgy. I was reading an article a while back about the statistics of football and how they could increase their winning percentage if they would. Always go on first, fourth down. Just, just uh, making the always fourth down play. What's that? I missed what you just said. What did you just say? All right, I read an article a while back, and I think it's the guy. You know the guy who uh, who who turned the the A's around the baseball. Oh, Billy Bean. Yeah, yeah, they made that Billy movie Bean. about that guy. Yeah. Okay, Moneyball. that statistical guy, money guy. Okay, that guy, he also did a thing for football and I guess the other sports. But he said, I read something about what he said. He said if they would just, it would, if they would, if if coaches would run the fourth down as a regular play, don't run it as okay because majority of the time, ninety nine percent of the time, they always kick the ball on fourth down. I mean, especially if it's way, you know, I can understand if it's, you know, it's, you're on your 10 or, or, or 20 or whatever. But he's saying if you would go, statistically, if they would run a play on fourth down every play, they would win more games. That team would hmm. win more games. So it's kind of like this block that most coaches have. The second, you know, you don't, you don't get the first down on the third down, you're going to kick it. Gonna kick it, just kick, 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 kick. So it's like I understand that be playing conservative, but he's saying that if they would go on fourth down, man, they would win so much. And, and yeah, that's the whole know. thing. The whole thing of the the whole thing is to win a game. It's not to win great or win looking great. Is to just win the game. 
But that's what well, he and he did he did the statistics and he was showing that so and I I remember well, seeing some plays. Yeah, but how can you do punting. statistics when people are punting it? How do you know you're gonna get this first down or not? You know, and if you keep going for it at your own end, you know, and you can't you're the Cleveland Browns and you can't do it, you're gonna lose fifty five to nothing. I mean I, I But see you I'm, got it it's the average, it's, it's it's all mathematical averages. And this is where uh, it, you uh, know, just how it is taking a lot longer it, I don't know. I don't think it'll ever get into football because football is really crazy. But. It's all about field position. I, I could see past the 50-yard line. You know how when you're on an opponent's 48 and it's midfield and they'll right. punt it? That I could see, hey, let's just go for it. Yeah, we give them a short field. I mean, right. a couple of passes there in field goal range, you might give up three points. But if you get it, you pull. I mean, I could see you're on your own 30 or 20. That's probably not ideal especially if it's third and long. Right. I mean, if it's third and one, there's a chance. I, it, it, it's tough. I I, I see where I, – I understand where Billy Bean's coming from, but, I, uh, uh, yeah, it's tough because – It's a hard pill to swallow, and I don't, I don't think – I definitely yeah. – but even if they did it just a little bit more, do an exhibition I think... game. Try it an exhibition game where you can't punt and just see how the game goes. Because exhibition games, the preseason games mean nothing. Why not do yeah. one game where you can't punt the ball and see how it would do, just as a, a test? That'd be fun. Or not even not. I mean, not so much you can't punt the ball. I would say you know one team do the test. The other team doesn't even have to know about the test. Just like one coach just say, hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. I don't care where we are. We're going to run fourth down. Or if if he says if we're at, if we're at least at the twenty or thirty yard on our side, we're going to run a fourth down. Mm-hmm. If we didn't get first down, we're going to run. And just see what happens. I, I mean, I think because they, they do the numbers. Every single play, you're going to get yards. Even on fourth down, you're going to get yards. That's well, the question. The stats. question is, is we have this. But the thing is, it's a stigma. You think every time you run fourth and one or fourth and two, you're crazy. You're going to get sacked. Okay, well, how many times do you get sacked in a game? Sometimes not even once. Yeah, you no, 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 I get You could go yeah. through a whole whole season and only get that quarterback only gets that maybe twice or three times if he's got a good front line. So I can understand his theory and the mathematical genius part of it because the odds are is you're not going to get sacked. The odds are is that you're going to make the play. You're going to make, and if you call a good play, you're going to make the, 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 the yards. And it's just well, an depends, interesting depends concept, but I think it's, it's pretty <laughs> – Especially if you have the, uh, 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 our quarterback, okay. I mean, he can just run. He can, yeah, he can, he can run that ball. You know what? But with Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, I'd be, I'd have I'd have faith that they would make it on fourth down. I think it comes down to like any time they have the ball on fourth down, it just seems like they'll make it. You know. Yeah. Um, I, and that's in, it's interesting. It's, it's an interesting, interesting theory, and I just think it's very interesting. Yeah, it'd be cool. Because we're so set. On, we stopped him on third down. All right, we'll get the ball back. Okay, yes, so going yes. for it. And to uh-huh. me, it's like, what do you got to lose? What do you got to lose? You, okay. you know, you don't have a running back. <laughs> Might as well go for it. Well, you have the game, but no, I know. The chances are we're not going to go anywhere this year, the way it looks. But you know, hey, why not try something different? Call well, some you know plays what? that nobody knows about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it would definitely make for more exciting. <laughs> Football, I mean, I tell you. 
Well, you know, it's interesting. You know, again, it depends yeah. on the temper, the what's happening in the game, and if your defense is playing really well. It, you know, it, it's. But for us, the defense, granted, the last couple of weeks against two bad teams, we got turnovers. But a team that doesn't get turnovers and we don't stop much, you know, maybe maybe we need to do that more than often. And we have. We've gone, we've gone for it on fourth down a lot, which is, you know, like I said, against the Skins, we were almost at midfield and we went for it on fourth and one. And I was just like, oh, my God, if they don't make this, but we made it. And, you know, you know maybe that's a, a change of mentality. Like, I don't, I don't believe if it's third and 15 on your own 30, probably not going to, you know, the defense is going to have a better matchup to prevent you from getting that. 16 yards to get that first down, and if you don't, you give it on your own 30. But when you're on the 50-yard line, into why not? I mean, you don't have to always kick the field goal. Sometimes you just got to go for it, you know, and you got to score touchdowns. But anyway, that's that's some great uh, great thoughts there. I like I love you know thinking outside the box how you can because remember when the wildcat happened with you know things. I mean, granted they didn't last long. The the zone read, I mean the uh, read option. When RG3 was running that, people couldn't stop it. I mean, you're always looking for something new. So, yeah, hey, I'm open for anything, especially if we start losing. <laughs> well, I'm I'm open for some chicken. Some okay, well, you go get some chicken. Before you get some chicken, let's end this podcast. What are your predictions? Kansas City at Dallas this Sunday. Um, what do you pre- what score are you predicting? Uh, well, probably, I'm going to say Dallas uh, 17 Kansas City, 21. Oh, you fooled me. I thought you were going up there. You got to play it. All right. So you're going 21-17, Kansas City. I'm going to say Kansas City, 37, Dallas Cowboys, 40. They win by a field goal. Late oh, the game. I'm a field going, goal. I'm changing it up. I'm going wow. all in. 40-37. I, I think I like your, your game's going to give me a heart attack. I know. I already got a heart attack. You gave. I'm not gonna be able to. Oh man! I already got a heart attack. It's gonna be a crazy, <sighs> out crazy. We're gonna be texting. I'm gonna be like having Mine a is, yeah, for a walk. See, my my game is like okay, just take your medicine. You know this is gonna happen. Your game is like let's have let's give Chris a heart attack. I know. <laughs> I, I I believe me. I, I hope it's your your game, your game sounds more fun it, though. We'll have to do a podcast right after the game if my game happens. Uh, if oh, your game yeah, happens, we'll, we'll, yeah, wait, we'll, we'll wait till Wednesday. Yeah, with my but, game, uh, we'll, we'll wait till Wednesday. <laughs> we'll <wait> till... <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. All right. Remember, how about them Cowboys is a proud member of the DVR Podcasting Network. Go to www.patreon.com slash DVR to become a patron. Follow us on the Twitter at DVR Podcast. And you can also email us the film list at gmail.com for any cowboy questions and whatnot. Uh, if you, you care, if not, it's okay. And also go to iTunes, leave us a review. That'd be cool. We get more, you know, we get seen more and, you know, we get more people listening to us um, recording live here on the talk show. So for Hispanic Chris, I'm Heath Solo. And I'm Hispanic Chris. And I'm saying Zeke, keep eating broccoli. Stay away from ice cream. How about them cowboys? Yeah.